Welcome to episode number 35 of the Active Geek Podcast entitled Ghostbusters. So, Chuck and I discuss one of our all-time favorite movies, uh, Ghostbusters. We talk Ghostbusters 1, Ghostbusters 2, uh, and then we lead it all the way up into the new Ghostbusters chapter, starring Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Leslie Jones, Chris Hemsworth, and Kate McKinnon. Um, as the new new Ghostbusters, Chuck and I talk about our experiences with the paranormal. If we believe in ghosts, places we'd want to visit uh, that are haunted, would we ever join a ghost hunting team? And then for shits and giggles, we recasted all the Ghostbusters for a new reboot um, to see what Hollywood would want now versus what was popular then, and also what we want uh, because. Here at the Active Geek Podcast, we focus on the fans, not what works. We want to focus on the fans and what the dream lineup and stuff of that nature. So um, you'll hear my choice. You'll hear Chuck's choice. You'll hear a really uh, weird story about Fort Mifflin from Chuck. Um, and then we'll just we'll just talk about some ghosts and how to bust them. So I'm going to go drink some Ecto Cooler. Make sure you go see Ghostbusters in theaters this Friday, and uh, enjoy episode number 35 of the Active Geek Podcast, Ghostbusters. Alright Chuck, so I'm going to ask you this question before we even get into the whole episode. When there's something strange in the neighborhood, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Not the police? You want to call the police? No. Why, Why not? Protect and serve, my friend. What are they going to do against ghosts? I didn't say ghosts. I said strange. There's a naked woman pouring butterscotch on her in the middle of the road. (laughs) Depend how she looks. No, she's 500 pounds. She looks like Honey Boo Boo's mom. Who are you going to call? Mama June. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to call? Still going to call the Ghostbusters because she might be possessed. Animal control. (laughs) Animal control. Very nice. Um, but the, your answer in the beginning was absolutely correct. Ghostbusters. So, we're going to talk about the Ghostbusters because coming up this month, July, um, I guess one of the most talked about summer movies. I wouldn't say anticipated. No, that's why I said talked about. But, yeah. Um, it's coming out. And that's the, the Ghostbusters um, sequel, I guess. We'll, and we'll get, to, we'll get to that in a minute. But let's start first things first. Get this out of the way. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. Okay, so tell me what what kind of constitutes your belief in the paranormal. I don't know. I just feel that there's some some things that cannot be explained, okay, like like death. Yeah. Because you don't know you don't know what happens after death yeah. until you actually die. Do it, and then there's no way. Yeah, I you know I have no experience on it. I have no experience on dying or reincarnation. So to I my have, knowledge, and I have no rush. To have that experience. Absolutely. I want to <laughs> reach more than 27 countries. I want to reach Zimbabwe, Ghana. I want to reach all of Africa. The only, all Af- of the only African country that's listening to us right now, Chuck, is Egypt. And they must have listened to the Apocalypse episode. Because we shout out Egypt. But um, I also believe in ghosts. And for the same reasons, you know. There are some things that you really can't explain. Um... And there's, like, a lot of evidence backing it. Like, not scientific evidence, but, like, the Travel Channel wouldn't have all these ghost hunting shows, and Sci-Fi wouldn't have all these ghost hunting shows 
where shit kind of gets caught on tape. Mm-hmm. Voices and, you know, some some of that can be make-believe. And I understand that to get be a sexy show, you got to have, all, like, action in all the episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, that's what people want. They want people to actually hear the ghost and all that fun stuff. Um, I remember you and I actually been ghost hunting. Yep. Um, do you happen to remember the the group of girls that were in our group, not our friends, but there was another, there were two groups of girls. Just, there was our friends and then these two girls. Do you remember when they brought their EVP up and they said, we got a ghost, we got a ghost. And everyone was like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is what we wanted to do. And this is at, you know, I'm telling the audience because you were there. Um, this was at Fort Mifflin in Pennsylvania. Um, so all you hear is, is anybody there? And in the background, I am... And it was the same fucking voice. Like, and she's like, we got a ghost. So, like, I, we called bullshit on it immediately. Yeah. But, like... It was... Fort Mifflin's really cool. Yeah, but that those girls... Those girls... Should have walked off a bridge. Oh, do you remember the one girl that she was into me? Her name was Robin. Well, because I also, That was your paranormal connect. I also I, was the only asshole to wear a Ghostbuster shirt and a Ghostbuster belt buckle to go ghost hunting. You are, and you don't watch the show, but... That visual is Howard Wallowitz from The Big Bang Theory. He wears nerdy shirts and nerdy belt buckles. Like, big fucking belt buckles. I mean, I've been there twice. You were there. I was there once. There were once. I was and, there enough. And do you remember when we went to, uh, we kind of broke away from the group? Yeah, we, we went, went to the sarcophaguses. Yeah, in, in the woods. If anyone has a chance to go to Fort Mifflin, that lives in the area, I definitely recommend it. It's pretty cool. Um... Not, you know, if you're going to get ghosts, don't go. Because we didn't get anything on it. No. We got a bunch of bullshit fed the, to us the, by two chicks. The first one I went to, that you were not there, um, our tour guide wa- lo- uh, looked like a um, wannabe Rambo. And he had all camo. As all tour guides should. And um, I feel safer with John Rambo in any context <laughs> of life. Oh, he, he could deliver a think, my think, firstborn. Think of a happy. fat Bruce Willis. That's what he was. Is there a skinny Bruce Willis? Dude, this guy. Is current Bruce Willis skinny? Well, this guy was frumpy. Okay, okay. And short. So, like Tyron from Game of Thrones? <laughs> but, um, and his wife was a medium. And people can't say I'm using air quotes. Uh, she claimed to be a medium. And, um... She was... Why do you know all this about these people? They talk to us. That's too much. They were a tour guide. Let, let's fast forward. Let's get away from these tour guides. No, she was awesome. And um, not awesome as in, like, knew what she was doing. She was just weird. And it was a cool experience. Um, so I enjoyed it. I didn't see any ghosts. Yeah. Well, the chances of you seeing a ghost on a ghost hunt is kind of... Yeah. Kind of, you know, not real. Not real. Yeah, you know, it's not really likely, but here we go. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? I think I have. Okay. Um, Short and sweet. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, years ago, I went out. Wasn't really partying. I was staying up. Wasn't drinking a lot or anything. Went up, stayed up all night, and uh, doing some stupid stuff. No drugs or alcohol or anything. And then... um just being a young kid. And I was living with my grandparents at the time. Or grandmother. My grandfather passed away. 
And the room that I was staying in was his room. Okay. And I feel that I, w- I went to lay down. I was wide awake. And I'm laying there and I felt a slap in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. And I felt that it was him being like, yo, jackass. Get your shit together? Get your shit together. Okay. I've never had a paranormal experience. Not to my knowledge. Um, most of them happen at night. Um, and when I'm awake at night, like like if I wake up in the middle of the night, usually it's not like me being fully conscious. I sleepwalk a lot. So, Do you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get kind of kind of squirrely. Falling asleep in the shower. Um, not, with, not with the shower on, but like laying in the tub at the front door. Um, with the fridge open. That's um, kind of... Yeah, it's not fun. Um, Chelsea has. She she said that she's had some uh, paranormal experiences. Her mom definitely has. And it's a whole nother, <laughs> whole nother subject. But uh, yeah, it runs in with her. So maybe like maybe it'll carry on to me. And that, be, honestly, I'd like to have a paranormal experience, but like not a violent one. Yeah, I, I'd want to see a ghost. It'd be pretty cool. I'd, a couple ghosts that I'd like yeah, to see. Yeah, not a. I don't want, like, a demon coming back, like, the fucking conjuring. And, like, I don't want that shit. But, you know, I'd like to have a, a paranormal experience for sure. So, New Jersey has a lot of ghost hunting teams. I'm not sure if you're aware of it. Are you aware of that? No. Okay, there are actually a lot. Um, and one of the guys from the TV show Ghost Hunters originated in New Jersey. So, fast forward. If you were able to, if someone approached you and said... Chuck, we listened to the Active Geek podcast. We really want you to be part of our uh, New Jersey ghost busting squad. Would you join a ghost hunting team? Would you th- consider joining it? Yeah. Okay, just straight yeah. out the gate, like, yeah, here well, it is. I mean, I... You have to invest $1,000 into this. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to spend money, but if I was... You're going to have to. You need equipment. They're not just going to give it to you. you got to have your own EVP and... Okay, but uh, hypothetically, if I had the money, yes. String and bells so the ghost could go through and ring them around. Bells. <laughs> How else do you catch a ghost with bells? They, that's, they brush by. Like, hypothetically, if I had the money, yes. Okay. Would you? Depending on the people. So um, if it was like me. And yeah, yeah, if Chuck. it was like you, but if it was my upstairs neighbors, no. <laughs> I'm not going to have strangers come up and be like, yo. I would, I, I would maybe not joining... I would like to start a ghost hunting team, but not just do, like, Fort Mifflin, but, like, go to all, like, haunted places, like, like the television shows do, like, go to these haunted places and, and really kind of, you know, I have doubts in some, some hauntings, and I want to kind of prove them to be right, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, you ever watch Ghost Adventures? No. We haven't talked about Ghost Adventures in, a, in an episode of the Active Geek Podcast in a while. So Ghost Adventures goes to, like, the hotels with The Shining and all that stuff. Yeah. And they get, like, the dude got, like, scratched up at one of the episodes. Like, his whole back got scratched up. And I'm kind of skeptical of that, so I want to kind of disprove it. So I want to go there and kind of do the whole ghost hunting, EVP, all that stuff while I'm there. You know what I mean? Mm. That'd be pretty cool. All right. So if you had a million dollars, you won the lottery to the day, and it was a million dollars. And you could travel to five places that you could ghost hunt. Where would you go? Do you have a, you have five places? Yeah. Um, I was going to say one thing, but it's actually pretty close and we can go anytime. Is, um, 
Eastern State Penitentiary. That's one of the top. Number one, like one of the, I think it's the number one haunt, haunt, most haunted attraction in New Jersey, or in the United States of America. Danielle went there uh, for a work event. Not for Halloween. Not for Halloween. Okay. I've, I've been there for Halloween. I don't like the Halloween adventures. No. They, they don't scare me. And this is a whole nother, I think we've talked about this. They don't scare me. They anger me. I don't like people touching me. Yeah. So as soon as they touch me, they catch a left hook. I've been thrown out of many of those attractions because I get violent. It's fight or flight, bro. You gotta protect yourself. Um, but no, I mean I didn't put that on my list okay. because it's something that we could go. It's do attainable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first one is Waverly Hill Sanatorium okay. in Kentucky. Okay. It's a uh, old tuberculosis ward. You must have went on the same website that I went on. I've been on. I was on a bunch of. Them. Okay. Um, and uh, it was an. It was a tuberculosis ward and an elderly home. Hundreds of people died. Yeah, I watched the documentary. So it just looks really creepy. Um, so that would be cool. Uh, Island of the Dolls in Mexico. Yeah, that's in like. It starts with a Z, right? And yeah, or I, no, I not just, a Z, an X. And yeah, I just yeah. put Mexico. It's like yeah. Um, so do you know the story behind it? The, the picture scared me so, enough to scroll by. So it. a guy decided to leave everything behind and move to the woods. Mm-hmm. And he gets in this place and he was haunted by this little girl. And to appease her spirit, he would get these dolls and hang them all over. That's wild. And um, she, apparently he was saying that she died drowning. And she wasn't happy. So he killed himself, himself to be with her. That's some... Um fucking paranormal pedophilia. Yeah. That's weird. And to this day, the dolls are still hanging. Yeah, I'm not... I'll never go there because dolls kind of freak me out. Like, they're they're freaky. Like, you ever watch Annabelle? They're yeah. freaky. Like, dolls are just fucking freaky. Um, I don't want anything to do with them. Third one is the Paris Catacombs. Okay. Uh, I know you've seen a movie about it. Uh, I've seen many movies but, about um, it. They, uh, that made my list. I mean... To store human... Re- I mean, basically what it was is... They, they put all the dead bodies there. Yeah, they didn't have the room. Yeah. It's built on human skulls. Yeah. So that would be really cool. And um, for the listeners, um, As Above, So Below is the movie that you're refer- referencing. That movie's great, but there's also a movie called Catacombs that stars Pink. Really? I saw it on Showtime Beyond one night. Horrible? Um, it's not good. I heard of it. It's not I good. I didn't know she was, she was in it. It's not good, but um, I watched it because the catacombs are pretty awesome. Yeah. I would immediately go claustrophobic. Six foot five, man. They're kind of narrow. I'm not a big boy, but like a chubby man. But going through those things, yeah. Like, whew, losing my breath right now. Go ahead. And then, of course, whenever you think of haunted, I think of castles. Okay. So I had to throw in a castle in there. So I found a cool one, Edinburgh Castle in Scotland. Scotland. Yep. You go um, on the same websites. Bro. Um, it it was an active castle since mm-hmm. the Iron Age, mm-hmm. and they said that uh, there are apparitions of like servants and apparently a headless drummer boy. Yeah, that's I, I would imagine that's where they got uh, nearly headless Nick from Harry Potter, from from Scotland. And uh, so that would be cre- creepy. And then also one, of, it's in America. This is this one is also pretty attainable. Is Alcatraz? Okay, that was number one on my list. Um, I've always been fascinated with Alcatraz, mm-hmm. uh, not just the history alone, but I think it would be really cool and creepy to go to Alcatraz. Nice. So to piggyback off your, your list, um, and we'll just go, like I said, number Do one. Do we have all five? No, no. Number one was Alcatraz for me. Um, 
mainly because I've been to Alcatraz. Really? Uh-huh. I went in uh, 2000 and when I met Chelsea in 2010, I went to Alcatraz in 2008 on my trip to California. And it was my number one travel bucket list because Alcatraz's story is fantastic. Capone was there. The Birdman was there. There's so many different people that were there. Um, Birdman and Big Time? Yes, Birdman. Gator boots and his Gucci suit. That's what he wore at Alcatraz. And with Manny Fresh. Uh, yeah. Well, no, he was he visited a lot. Okay. He took it to ferry out. But we, you know, we drove drove to the wharf. We took the boat out to Alcatraz, and it's just you, you and your tour, right? And you could tour everywhere. We went in cells. We went in like every like solitary confinement. Walked the yard. Read stories about people who have died there, and so on. So that was number one on my list. They actually. If I'm not mistaken, they actually do do ghost hunts on Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a big attraction at night. For God's sakes, they do streetball tournaments on Alcatraz. Battle <laughs> battle on the the rock, I think that's what it was called. That's crazy. Yeah, so um, just being in Alcatraz was creepy enough. Mm-hmm. I would love to see it at night. Because you're on a fucking island that's surrounded by yeah. nothing. And, you know, I'm not sure if you're aware, but... The Pacific Ocean has a very high concentration of great white sharks. Yeah. Like, huge concentration because the seals, like, the water's warm, so the seals all flock to the, the wharf, which we walked the wharf. It was, like, nine and nine and a half or something like that. Um, and there were seals everywhere. Like, you'd walk down to the docks, and there's, like, these big fucking sea lions there. And you're like, is that a telephone pole or an animal? And then they're like, like, make that noise. And, like, that's a seal noise to me. Um, and then they become, they, they, they're animated now and they're huge. Like, see, have you ever seen a sea lion nah, in real life? No. Nah. Enormous. If you and I laid head to toe, like your head, your toes to my head, we would be yeah. uh, like a sea lion sometimes. Um, so Alcatraz is number one for me. Number two is a castle, not in Scotland, but, um, Vlad the Impalers. Oh, yeah. Um, just the, the name alone kind of gives you that, but that's. Dracula. Yeah. So essentially yeah. going to a place where thousands of people were probably killed um, gives you a chance to kind of explore and get creeped out. Uh, number three is, I can't pronounce it, so I'm just going to call it the Island of the Dead in Italy, where, so the plague happens and there's this black death and all this fun stuff going on in Italy. And they shipped all these, the people who were sick to this island and that's where they died. And the island got bigger based on the dead bodies. Right. And, it, like, they kind of seeped into the ground, and they became fertilizer, and it, like, grew all these trees and all shit. Um, but it's, like, it's a legit island. And it's super haunted, so I want to go to that. Uh, Paris Catacombs, number four, although I'm claustrophobic. I'm going to, I would like to do it. And number five is Gettysburg. Which is obtainable. Yeah, it's very obtainable. Um, but pretty bloody battle. A lot of people died, so it wouldn't. You're bound to get some kind of Americana history there, but also some pretty cool stories, I think. I, I forgot as we were talking about I'm this. sitting here thinking that I would sit down and talk to these ghosts and get an interview. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, we get some Americana and some stories. Then you probably get like, who is this? My name is John. How'd you die? Pooping. And then, you, then he's like, I'm leaving. And it flies away. And I said, what you, what you forget? I, I forgot. I was actually, I went, um, one of the most haunted cities in America is Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I went on vacation a couple, uh, about 12 years ago. Um, I went on vacation. 
and we did a uh, haunted ghost tour. Yeah, Savannah's a cool state. And that was really cool. Like, Savannah, that city, like, it's, a lot of it's still cobblestone, mm-hmm. and old you know, factories, and we walked around, and we did this tour, and it was really neat. And they have tons and tons of tours. Like, they have tours that you could uh, actually ride in a hearse. Like a decommissioned hearse. It's pretty cool. Um, we did a walking tour because we thought it would be better. Yeah. Well, you get to take it in the city. Yeah. So we did that, and that was really, really neat. I, um, now if you go to Savannah, you're you're not going for the ghost tours. You're going to spot Norman Reedus and yeah. you know Andrew Lincoln and the, the cast of The Walking Dead because that's where they're filming. Um, but I think I like our lists. I'm shocked that we didn't have five of the same. I'm actually shocked we only had two of the same. But I really think ghost hunting kind of intrigues me. And yeah, definitely. That's why we're going to do this episode uh, of the podcast of Ghostbusters. Moving on, we're going to talk about the Ghostbusters. Not the Melissa McCarthy Ghostbusters. That comes later. We're going to talk about the original. Talking about Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, and Remus, my boy. Rest in peace, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Who was? Did he write part of the Ghostbusters? He he wrote he wrote the movie. Yes. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Him and Dan Aykroyd came up. He wrote it. He actually did not want to star in the movie. Yeah. But after writing it and doing everything, he thought, "All right, I'm the best fit for this." Now, did he write the darker version or the the version that we got? I think they wrote everything, and then the the comedy evolved. Okay, great. That's awesome. Um, he was, he was a funny fucker. Yeah. Howard Ramis was a very funny fucker. Um, what was your thoughts? Like what, what, not what was, but what are your thoughts of the first Ghostbusters movie? Don't lump two in. We're going to go to two next. I loved it. When I was a kid, I mean, it came out a few years after I was born, Mm -hmm. so I didn't see it. I mean, it came out when I was two, but, um, later on, you know, I was a couple years older. I seen it and I loved it. And, uh, I remember having the proton pack Mm -hmm. and had everything. And I remember me and my buddy, um, when I was little, I were probably like seven years old or something, we actually made a, um, a homemade Ghostbuster movie. Okay. With all the, I mean, we were the Ghostbusters. Yeah, I hope so. We're not the ghosts. Well, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't with like the action figures, but we had everything. Proton packs, his little brother was ghost. Okay. And, um, did you have the toy that you would throw on the ground and step on it would open yep. up to catch the ghost? Yeah. yeah, I had that too. And we had all that. Did you guys ever cross streams? Never cross streams. You don't cross streams. Well, yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm talking Ghostbusters streams. What streams are you talking? Yeah, you talking don't... about the same Ghostbusters yeah, or you are you don't... being together? Ghostbusters. You okay. don't cross streams. You never. You can't. So and, you... and when you're being together. Okay, good. Because it gets, it gets messy. Yeah. So you're a, you were a fan. Yep. Still a fan. Huge fan, yeah. Well, you're wearing a Ghostbusters shirt. Wearing a Ghostbusters shirt. Um, I'm wearing a black shirt to kind of reference my soul. So... And... Go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. ahead. I also have a Ghostbuster in my man cave. I have a original Ghostbuster. Not the original, but original Ghostbuster um, poster. It was the first one ever printed. First one ever printed. It's actually made out of human hair. And because where your cave is more superheroes and stuff, I have like an 80... I have an 80s wall. Yeah. And it's Ghostbusters and Indiana Jones and Back to the Future. Yeah, I get it. I, I've been there. 
Yeah. I've been there for sure. Well, other listeners as well. When you invite them to to party with you. An active geek. Yeah, an active geek. Party. Viewing party for our podcast, our auditory podcast. You mean listening party. Well, we can't really view. That's why I said auditory. It was, okay. Are you following me? You're not together right now. You're not together. No. <laughs> I said auditory, and you're thinking visual. It was a play on words, my friend. All right, so you know that I'm a fan of Ghostbusters. Yeah. I, ha- I have the action figures. I have a Slimer pop figure. Mm-hmm. I have a Winston Zeddemore pop figure in the Ecto-1. I have the Ghostbusters movies. And I'm a big... I, I like it. You know, I I like Ghosts, and it was a... It was a kids movie and I say kids in quotes because they were highly endorsing smoking. Yeah. Um, they cursed a lot. Well in the 80s and 90s smoking was everywhere. You don't yeah. see it now. Well they were smoking in the Goonies and that was, was supposed to be a kids movie too. Yeah. Alright so you have you know they're smoking they're cursing all the time in it and my man is getting ghost head. Yeah. Yeah so you know, that's, uh, that part was so the special effects were so cheesy. Yeah oh so, my god. Like it was like his belt like Poop! Yep. <laughs> and his pants, and it was just like, ugh. Yeah, but you also got Sahorny Weaver in it, too. Yeah, she, she was, was super sexual. She, and Yeah, she was super horny. That's why I called her Sahorny. Now, I know her name's Sigourney. People are going to be like, her name's Sigourney. I get it. Um, but yeah, that was, I liked it. It was a important staple of my childhood. It's one of those, that, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, Pee Wee Herman, what other movies... Um, the Goonies, for one, and Gremlins, those movies, Back to the Future, those movies were staples of my childhood. I mm-hmm. grew up watching them, so of course they're going to have a special piece of my heart. Did you have a favorite character? Yeah, I, I had two. Okay. Um, I loved uh, Venkman. Yeah. Dr. Peter Venkman, mm-hmm. Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray in general. Yeah. Almost anything he does. Um, I thought he was superb in that. Uh, he He gave an... I mean, the whole movie had comedic tones, but his delivery yeah. was perfect. Yeah, he was perfect for that role. And then my other one is, a lot of people don't think about him, is uh, Rick Moranis as Louis Tully. Yeah, yep. And he he actually wasn't the first, they wanted John Candy for him. Mm-hmm. And I don't really can see, I like Rick Moranis because he was, he was just this little nerdy. Yeah, that's what he, that, and that was what he was supposed to be, a little nerd who aspired to be a Ghostbuster. That was his whole thing. I want to be a Ghostbuster. Well, I just love, like... He's an unsung hero. Oh, yeah. And he just... Dude just disappeared from Hollywood. Yeah. Just gave up everything. And he was big in the 80s, big in the 90s. was like, you know what, maybe... And gave up... And you don't really see... Hear him anything. No. And the last thing I think he did was, like, a horrible... I've actually seen it. Directed... doesn't surprise me. Directed... It was on... It's a... It was, like, a Christmas... Um... Toy... Friggin' directed DVD CGI, and I say CGI loosely because it was horrible, but um, it, like a couple years ago, and it was horrible. But well, the director of that movie is going to be on the podcast next week, so awesome! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it was an awesome movie with great CGI. But uh, so I thought he was just, okay. and then when uh, he became the key master, yeah. And it was just, his hair's all wild, and I like when he's running through the park, and um, the, the Gozer's chasing him, and he goes up to the restaurant and starts, like, banging on them. What's a better role for him, um, Lewis or Dark Helmet from Spaceballs? Uh, from, 
two great uh, roles that he did. But I say Lois. Okay. All right. He's great as Dark Helmet. Yeah. Uh, all right. So they're your two favorite. I have a, a main Ghostbusters character as my favorite. And then I have an unsung hero. So I like Egon. Um, he gave tall, lanky fellows like myself hope. Um, he was kind of like super nerdy and kind of wild oh, out yeah. there. Um, His hair was good. And like every time like I, I hear Egon, I just, for some reason I hear like Egon, like like a woman's called like Fran Drescher calling Egon, like stuff like that. For, for a while, I wanted it, when I was living alone, I wanted a dog. You were going to name it Egon? I was going to name Egon. Nice. Egon's a fun name. What was that short for? I don't know. I think it's Egon. I and really then, wish his name was Don, Edward Donzo. I wish that was his name and he I went by Egon. Egon Spangler. Spangler, yeah. It was like, great. It's a great, that's a great movie name. So he's my favorite of the core four. Um, Winston, Erndog, I love Ernie Hudson. Oh, yeah. He's he's a runner-up, but he's not my favorite, like my background on BP. Janine. Love Janine. Plus, she was great. She, she, like, remember when she, she gets a call and she's like, what do you want? Like, yeah. I just, she's a perfect secretary. Yeah. She doesn't give a just fuck hate, about hated the Hated her yeah. job and just. <laughs> and she doesn't give a fuck about the callers. Yeah. What do you want? Ghostbusters. She, like, <laughs> she's there for a paycheck. Annie Potts was great. Man. Yeah, she was great. So, that's why, again, like, I pick a main Ghostbuster like you did. And then we go background players, Lewis and Janine, who are perfect for each other. It became love interest. Yeah, of course. You knew it was going to happen. <laughs> You knew she wasn't gonna be like, "Oh, come on, Stance, you're my you're my boyfriend now." It's gonna be like, "No, it's while they're getting ghost head, Lewis is trying to get some real head from Janine." Yeah. So it's good. I'm I'm happy for him. So, what are your thoughts of the sequel? Not as good. A lot of people hate the sequel. Not as good. Um, is it only, is it because of the red goo? Remember that red goo? It was like purple. No, it was Power Rangers. It's kind of like a, a reddish color, like a red. I thought it was more like a violet. No, Power Rangers. Um, but, you know, I liked it. It wasn't nearly as good as the first one. So were you a fan of our, uh, what's his name, Jonas Poho? He was creepy. And was, Vigo? <laughs> Vigo was awesome. Um, but you know what, it wasn't as good because... Uh, there was a lot of aspects of it, but I overall I enjoyed it. Yeah, still, still funny. Watch it. Still funny. Yeah, still funny. Still, you still had your core players. Um, the storyline of a of a ghost or a demon trapped in a picture within a picture is cool. Yeah, but there's got to be more going on for me. You know, there there were there were all those ghosts in there, and like they had their comedic ghosts, like the cab driver. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, let the ghosts do what they want. But like, I don't know. It it could have been. It could have been much better. It falls. It falls flat for me. Doesn't hold up currently. Um, I don't. I don't think the first one kind of holds up for me either. But still, a good movie. Um, my thing is with it, is that it falls into the trap that all sequels kind of most sequels fall into, where people think that the first one did so great. That thing just kind of get bigger and bigger, like like with Wayne's World. Yeah, you know what I mean. Wayne's right. World two was terrible, but the first one was great. You know what I mean. So you see more corporate sponsors in Ghostbusters two. You see like it becomes it becomes more 
not cultish because that I guess when Ghostbusters was kind of pitched, they thought it was going to be like a cult classic, yeah. right? So it becomes more mainstream and kind of be like, oh, let's put this there, let's product placements and all that bullshit, and that's what kind of bothers me. Is that what bothers you about it? Or just because they kind of lacked in certain areas? I, I think the, the story lacked. Yeah. And then that was my big... I mean, and that happens... I mean, there's not many... And we've talked about this... Sequel syndrome. Yeah. We've, I mean, we've talked about this in, I think, the Captain... Or one of the uh, Civil War podcasts. Yeah. Because of how... Uh, we thought that the sequel of Winter Soldier was better than First Avenger. Yeah. But that doesn't happen. Yeah, like, think about... Often. You saw Independence Day yesterday. Yes. And you said it wasn't as good as the first one, and it kind of fell flat in certain areas. Yeah. It's and a good, what'd you say, popcorn blockbuster. Yeah. It was, if you're looking for a good action flick, yeah, it was decent. I mean, it wasn't the worst movie I've seen, yeah. but it by far it wasn't. It was not Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> you always go back to The that. movie's terrible. It was awful. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't Independence Day. Yeah, it was, but it wasn't like the equivalent to a Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance to regular Ghost Rider. It wasn't that bad. Oh, no, no, no. But it was still, like, it just still wasn't good. No, it wasn't, yeah. I mean, I... Would I buy it? Eh. I might buy it just to have the... To have the... the collection. The collection. But I wouldn't buy it, like, when it comes out for $20. Yeah, it would have to you be, know, like, wait a seven fifty bin. Yeah. Um... But, like, and that's what I, I, I feel that, ha- and there's not, like, like I said, not many sequels that will sit there and be like, oh, it's so much better than the original. Yeah, sequel syndrome, man. Um, because what it is, they they make all this money, and they're like, oh, because they have this centralized story for the first one. And when these original movies come, you know, come to mind, and so, you know, we got this great story, blah, blah, and it comes out and becomes a hit. But then when the sequel comes, it's kind of, mm, We can do whatever we want with it. Yeah. So, um, it's definitely, like, I like it, I don't love it. Likewise. You know what I mean? Like, if it's on, I'll watch it, but I won't be like, eh, let me plug in Ghostbusters yeah. 2. Like, I'll definitely, like, tonight, I got nothing to do, I'll probably watch Ghostbusters, and if I have time, I'll put in Ghostbusters. Yeah, like, it, but you're not going to, like, seek it out, be like, yeah, what movie I- do I want to watch today? Ghostbusters yeah. 2. Yeah. I get it. So... Moving on from the the human aspects of the characters, what did you think of characters like Vigo and Slimer and Stay Puff? Um, I thought they were awesome. I mean, I, I especially the first one, Stay Puff. I mean, he had such a small role, mm-hmm. but he's so iconic. Yeah, like absolutely. If, if if you see people, I mean, we've seen cosplays, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's you know he it's was a marshmallow in, man. He was in it for what two minutes? Yep, and exploded. Yeah. And then uh, Slimer, I mean, I always loved Slimer. And then when I was a kid, you know, Ecto Cooler was awesome. Yeah. And now it's out now. Can't find it. Can't find it anywhere. Guy work drinks it every day. Where's he get it? Shop right, right here. Well, I'm going to get it. Right around the corner. Get, I'm getting it today. Um, he said that's where he buys his. So uh, the only thing I'm upset about it is Slimer's not on the box. Well, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But... Um, it's ri- that's ridiculous. Yeah, because he... Cause they don't, Who's on the box? It just says Ectical. That's bullshit. They, they, they couldn't afford Slimer. Um, He's gone Hollywood now. He's in a new movie. It's bullshit. So, um, I, and then that, and then like, uh, I love, not to say where he was a ghost, but um, when Tully became the Keymaster, mm-hmm. as I said earlier, 
I love that. And Zool and the Gozer was awesome. That was Dog, right? Yeah. Which one was the dog? The Dozer or Zool? Go- Gozer. Okay. Zool was the um, bubble wrap. Okay, okay. Uh, David Bowie looking. Yeah, oh. He, that was something, he was was, something special. That was a woman. That was a woman? That was a woman. Okay. But it looked like a brown haired David Bowie. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely looked like David Bowie. Um, Slimer was one of my all-time favorite characters growing up. Mentioned before that I have the, the Slimer pop figure. Stay Puft was really cool. Vigo scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Vigo scared the shit out of me. And I think it's because he looked like one of my teachers at school. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and I, look, I was like, oh, the fucking Vigo doing, like, arts and crafts and shit. Because I was like, I saw Ghostbusters when I, Ghostbusters 2, probably when I was, like, in second or third grade. So, so they're like, oh, my God, Mr. So-and-so is going to come out of the picture and kill me. And it's going to be red goo dripping everywhere. The uh, the other thing I want to say, and I don't, it's not something I always remember. It's not like a ghost, but with the slime we were talking about, mm-hmm. whenever I hear Jackie Wilson, uh, Give Me Higher song, mm-hmm. I always think of Ghostbusters. So, since we're, we're talking about it, and a lot of that goo looked like jizz. Am I, am I right? Just, just, there was a lot of clear goo in Ghostbusters 2. Oh, no. Yeah, there, in Ghostbusters 1, there was a lot of clear goo. Remember when, I'm pretty sure it's Bill Murray, when he's laying on the ground and some, he's just covered in goo. It's all clear. It looks like one of the ghosts just nutted on him. That was when Slimer did it. But Slimer's green. Why is his goo clear? Maybe did just, they run out of green glue or green goo? Maybe it just transcends. And becomes cum? Ghost cum? Yeah, maybe. There's a lot of ghost cum in this movie. You were really distraught about saying this, and this is not where I thought you were going. No, but like, think about <laughs> it. Like, I, I get that like there's going to be ectoplasmic goo on you, but Jesus Christ, don't make it look like jizz in a kid's movie. Your main hero is getting covered in jizz the entire movie. I felt like I was watching a ghost parody porn. You know what I mean? I've never thought of that. You're going to watch it tonight and you're going to think Jim was right. That's, like, that's Ghost Come all over Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Alright, so after Ghostbusters 2 there was always in the pipeline there was going to be a Ghostbusters 3. Mm-hmm. Up until two or three years ago there was going to be a Ghostbusters 3. Mm-hmm. And it starred Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd, Howard Ramis. Howard Ramis dies. Right? If he was still alive and still living and that was still in the pipeline, would you be on board with it? Yeah. Okay. Is And we, we kind of talked about it. Is Ghostbusters one of those franchises that you don't touch without the core members? Yeah, I believe so. It's like Back to the Future. It's like Star Wars. Um, when they did that, I think they did it tastefully. Um, but like you don't do something and just forget about it. You know what I mean? Or... Um, like I know a couple years ago, it's probably like seven, eight years ago, they made a Ghostbusters video game Uh and a lot of rumors were that that was kind of going to tie into three and what it was, it was a, about a female Ghostbuster and it was uh, voiced by Alyssa Milano. Okay. And it was rumors that 
I, I don't know if it was actually rumors. I don't think she should have ever been a Ghostbuster. But people were saying, oh, she could, or someone like, you know, have a female Ghostbuster. Yeah. But with the core yeah. players. Yeah. Don't jump, don't jump too far in where you're going. No, I'm I, know, not. I know how you I'm feel. Not. But, um, and I'm, and I would be okay with that. Yeah. But, like. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Kind and of then, deal. and then even like with Harold Raymond Stein's, I, they could move forward. And I, th- I would like to see, and it would have to be super tastefully done, is incorporate him like as a ghost. Yes, and that's that's that was my idea for this upcoming movie that Harold Ramis is a ghost, but not do it like. Yeah, it would have to be tastefully done yeah. and respectful of Harold Ramis. Not like don't make Harold Ramis's ghost a dick or a bad guy. Yeah, just like uh, like they're passing through and they're gonna bust ghosts and there's Egon's ghost. Yeah. And they don't bust it. They just let it do its own thing. Yeah. Because he's not. they know he's not going to become malicious and hurt people. Yeah. And, and then, you know what? Like, and I think that could be done. Because, and also, too, Harold Ramis was a good f- friend of Bill Murray. Yeah. And, and, I, and Dan Aykroyd. And I don't think they would tarnish his, his name. So here, here's my question. Would a movie starring current Bill Murray, current Dan Aykroyd, and current... Ernie Hudson be successful. I totally think so. I mean... Have you heard anything that Dan Aykroyd's been saying in the news? No. He's kind of lost it, my man. He said after September 11th, we're never going to talk to extraterrestrials. And Bill Murray is known as this weird old man who shows up at birthday parties. I mean, Bill Murray, I mean, he's still funny. And Ernie Hudson hasn't been in anything. Except... He played... Uh, he played Charles' father in our fictional imaginations. He played King Triton in... Um, Little Mermaid 2? Once Upon a Time. Okay, so he's been on Once Upon a Time for, what, like six, seven episodes? One. One episode, okay. <laughs> um, Maybe I, two. I honestly don't think that that would bring in the new market. It's kind of like... So, I feel like that's a Ghostbusters version of the movie Red. With see, Morgan Freeman. See, and, I think they could do it, but kind of how Star Wars did it, by passing the torch. Yeah, but you know who they would pass the torch to? If, the, if there's a female Ghostbuster, it's going to be Jennifer Lawrence. Do you want to see her in another fucking movie? I'll bring that up later. Um, okay. But, yeah, I mean... That's, I, who, I, that's who I think they would have passed the torch to. She would have been... Alyssa Milano would never... Be, no. she, she's not really relevant anymore. No. So it would have been like 10 years ago, maybe Mo- yeah. Alyssa Milano or well, Jessica Alba. But now I think it would be Jennifer Lawrence or like Chloe Grace Moretz yeah. or Emma Stone. Emma Stone would have, first of all, wasn't she pitched for the first Ghostbusters? The, uh, not the first, the reboot of Ghostbusters. I don't know, but Jennifer Lawrence was. Um, so we'll move on to the initial announcement of the 2016 version of Ghostbusters. What are your thoughts? I wasn't a fan. You're um, still not a fan. No. I mean, I'll probably see it because the girls want to see it. But I would have rather more have like a sequel of how we were just talking about how they kind of passed the torch. And I thought a, um, like, Oscar, who was the child from the first one, mm-hmm. kind, kind of taken over the mantle. Okay. Who would play Oscar? Um, we'll talk about that when we go to... To our recasting. We'll just say it now. I'd like to see Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds as Oscar. Okay. Um, 
And he kind of, you know what I mean? It's a, it's someone already in the, the car, um, who's already in... Recognizable? Right, well, not only he's recognizable, but it's a character that's already been introduced, even though it was a baby. It wasn't just some random person coming off the street and saying, hey, I want to be a Ghostbuster. Yeah. This kid was born into, essentially, the Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah I so, it. I think that would be a good segue. And I think Ryan Reynolds, with Deadpool and everything... Now, I think he would be a good choice. Okay. Um, going into it, I didn't really have... I don't, I don't care. I don't care if they're women. I don't care if it's men. Um, the The main thing is you just have to make it clear what it is. The, the problem I had was that they said it wasn't a reboot, but they also said it wasn't a sequel. It's kind of like the yeah. passing passing of the torch, like you said. But to four women who... For the most part, we don't know where they come from, and that's yeah. mainly mainly because well, we we may not know that, but um, based on their last names and their character development that we've seen in the two or three trailers that have been posted, it doesn't allude to that. And I talked to you about it based on IMDb. You know, Bill Murray and is playing like an old man, and Dan Aykroyd is playing a cabbie, and then Winston Zettermore, not Winston, Ernie Hudson is playing. Leslie Jones's character's uncle. So that's where they get the Ecto-1, the new Ecto-1, because he owns a hearse. But they're not named... You know, for for the most part, you know, Cabby and Old Man, they might be Peter and Raymond. That, but Winston Zeddemore is re- recasted as Bill. Um, yeah. You don't get Bill from Winston, in my opinion. No, no. Unless his name is Winston William Zeddemore. Yeah. And maybe they just go by Bill, but... Or maybe he had to change his name because of the Ghostbusters and how it was all... Um, People knew too much. Knew too much or uh, didn't like the idea of the Ghostbusters anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? Because they destroyed the city. So maybe he had to kind of... Like a paranormal um, relocation program. Okay. <laughs> um, if, if that works, then you know my gripe is kind of... Kind of out, not relevant, right, it, but from what it seems like, it, it probably is not. It feels like it's a reboot because yes, they're in there, and I think they're only in there because to satisfy the the people who are against this movie. There are a lot of people, yeah. and of course, people are going to jump at it and say it's because they're women. And I don't, do I don't think, I don't think that that exactly has nothing to do with it. But for some people, it does because there are some kind of fuck boys out there that are like, oh. If it's it, if, why are women going to be Ghostbusters? Think of something new. They're going to do the same thing when they do the Women Expendables. But people are still going to go see the movie. It's going to do well, um, and it's got a good cast. Kristen Wiig's funny as shit. Yeah. Um, Melissa McCarthy and Paul Feig together. You know, spies, the Heat, bridesmaids. They, yeah. They're they're comedy. Gold. They're funny as shit. But also the thing about it is, their trailers that were released before the movies came out weren't received well because they didn't think it was going to be funny. You know what I mean? And then you see it like Spy is funny as shit and I just recently saw it and it was much funnier than I I thought. And Bridesmaids was hilarious. Exactly. So having having a good cast can outweigh the negative criticism Mm -hmm. and it does have a really good cast. Like I don't know much about uh, Kate McKinnon but her character is kind of kooky and reminds me of somebody who would be a female Egon. That's exactly who I thought it was. Um, and you got, you know, I think Melissa McCarthy is, is Vecman. 
I think Kristen Wiig is Stans. Right. And I think, obviously, Leslie Jones' character, um, fuck is her name, Patty Tolan, is. I think that she's Ernie Hudson. And, um, um, and she seems very funny. Chris Hemsworth is Janine. It's Kevin. Yeah, he plays Kevin. Yeah. And having, you know, Chris Hemsworth looks funny as shit in this movie. For, yeah. for he all. looks skinny. Yeah, skinny, and he's like, when he rides a motorcycle, and he's I like, like, I'm a Ghostbuster, and he gets it, and he like, flicks his arms yeah. out. When and I, I think, that's when, awesome. Yeah. And I also think like, I remember when, when you saw the trailer that you were like, dude, they gave away the, the main antagonist right in the first part with the with the woman, Gertrude's ghost. Mm-hmm. And then they showed Rowan's ghost, which is the logo's name. And then they show Kevin is the, you know, he's possessed by a ghost. Mm-hmm. So you really don't know who's the bad guy, but they also include a shitload of other ghosts. Like when they're walking through Times Square, there's yeah. all these this ghosts. There's that big thing that gets Patty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It looks like, that looks like you're... Um, what did you call it from the first one? The Gozer? The Gozer? No, it looks not like Gozer. But it's got the wings, and it's kind of like... Yeah, it, it, That's their version like of the Gozer. Um, I didn't say it was like the replica, but it's their version of it. Um, and then you have Slimer and Slimer's girlfriend. I... You know, the... And well, then Mark... It's uh, female Stay Ghostbusters. Puff. Stay, Puff. Stay Puff is in it. The same Stay Puff? Exactly. They get squished by it. I didn't see that trailer. There's a where the Stay Puff Falls, and then that's not Rowan's ghost. No, that's Stay Puff. Oh, okay. And then when they're like being squished, they kind of show them like under glass or whatever it is, and I didn't they're see that all trailer. squished. And they're like, "Oh man!" I didn't see that trailer. Hmm. Disappointed. Um, so, have your thoughts changed based on the the footage that you've seen? No. Or you're see, so you're only seeing it because your wife and your daughter want to see it. Pretty much. Okay. I'm gonna go see it because I want to see it. I, I think it's going to be funny. I like funny movies. I mean, I think it's going to do well. I think it's going to be funny. But I still don't think it should be tough. Like, even, like I said, it had nothing to do with the women. If it was the top male actors and they were doing the same thing, I still wouldn't be happy about it. Okay. I would more want to pass it towards the movie. Okay, so let's move on to what you just said about the the top male actors in the, in the, in the, the game right now. So, and it doesn't have to be male. You can... This question is genderless. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to recast the Ghostbusters, if you had to, reboot them. Yeah. You're, 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 a direct, you're an executive of whatever company owns the Ghostbusters and says, you need to put it out there. Everything, I, turtles are back, you know, all, superheroes are taking flight, let's do this. Let's, let's hit it while, let's strike the, the coal while the iron's hot. Um, you say you get to pick your characters. Who are you picking? I love, by the way, in the notes... That you put, you said had in capital letters, knowing that I would be like, I don't like the idea. History <laughs> has repeated itself in this podcast, so of course. But, I had yeah, to but yes, no. Elaborate. I and that's fine. And I and I did pick. Um, so uh, I kind of talked about Oscar. I think a Ryan Reynolds would be a good Venkman. Okay. Um, I, I like Seth Rogen as a Stance. Okay. I thought he would be really funny. Um, uh. Our boy Anthony Mackie as Winston Zedmore. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Kevin Hart, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'd like to see Anthony Mackie. Okay. I think he would more fit. And then um, as a uh, Egon is uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay. To kind of reteam the guys from the um, night before. Yeah. The Christmas comedy. That was, I thought that movie was hilarious. So mm-hmm. having those guys and Ryan Reynolds, I think, would be really good. Um, and then I was going back about Lewis. Mm-hmm. I think Adam Devine. 
Okay, yeah, his his stock's taking off. His stock rising, and the movie just released is... Uh, Mike and Dave, the wedding dates. Yeah, and that looks pretty funny. So I think he would be a good one. Um, if they were doing a Dana Barrett, I think Anna Kendrick okay. would be pretty good. Okay. So you, you're just going based off of Mike and Dave's trailer for the last two. <laughs> I didn't think of it. And then, so basically I took Mike and Dave and... Uh, Recasting them to Ghostbusters. The night before. So Zach Efron should play Ryan Reynolds for it. No. And now we have everything no. put together. Um, we have two people on the same list, surprisingly. Uh, Rogan? No. no. Uh, it's, uh, Reynolds? I'll, I'll, let me read my list. We'll get okay, to it. I'm trying to guess. Um, so I thought Chris Pratt would be a great Venkman, because Chris Pratt is funny as shit. Yeah. And I picture Chris Pratt as um, Andy Dwyer from Parks and Recs. I love him for He that. would be perfect. Um, Stance was going to be Ryan Reynolds. Okay. So, because he's like, you know, Bill Murray, I guess, not not Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd was kind of the sexy one out of them. <laughs> you know? So, I don't think Bill Murray was the sexy one, so put Ryan Reynolds in there. Um, Spengler is going to be uh, Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Okay. So I, I thought tall, lanky, like he got, like Harold Ramos, yeah. tall, lanky, nerdy kind of guy uh, would be Hiddles. Mackie, because I don't like Michael B. Jordan. Um, <laughs> so, so Mackie would play Winston Zettermore. Uh Janine is going to be my girl, Rose Leslie. Um, oh, wow, yeah. You grit for, for you. Egret <laughs> yeah. uh, for me from uh, Game of Thrones. Um, and then Lewis is Daniel Radcliffe. A small, nerdy kind of dude. Mine seems more comedy. You seem more action with a little bit of comedy. Well, my whole movie... Well, you think about it. Ryan Reynolds got his start in comedy. Yeah. Chris Pratt, start yeah. in comedy. Anthony Mackie, he's a comedic part of the Avengers. Daniel Radcliffe was not an action-packed star. No. So you have... You know, the Ghostbusters would, would work at night, but during the day they'd be called the Panty Droppers. Because it's probably like the sexiest Ghostbusters team. <laughs> like they'd show up to strip clubs dressed as the Ghostbusters and just start lower bachelorette parties and rip off their clothes. But Daniel Daniel Radcliffe would probably be my uh, my Lewis trying to get in there. Like he doesn't fit that criteria. Yeah. He's a small kind of wimpy looking dude, so he would fit yeah, in with not yeah no. Yeah. So not he would be like, I want to be a Ghostbuster, and he has obviously has history with uh, the paranormal. Yeah, being that he's Harry Potter. Um, I don't know who who Dana would have been. Um. I kind of I would like Emma Stone to be Dana, just because I'd want to see her as a uh, yeah like a horny chick, and I love Emma Stone. Or I mean, I could cast Alice Eve, um, Alexandria Daddario. I could put her in there. But our listeners, if they're staying current, they know that they're my go-to's. <laughs> Everything Alexandria Daddario. She's sexy. <laughs> well, I don't know why nobody would want to go and watch these nine a lot more movies. She's in Baywatch, which is great. Um, so you know. The Ghostbusters theme song. Is it the most iconic movie slash television theme song? I don't know about most. It's definitely... Top ten? Top five. Probably. Okay. What are the other five? If you could think. just The Monsters theme song. Okay. I think that's up there. Uh, Batman. Okay. Jeopardy? Probably. Right. What about uh, The Simpsons? Or Married with Children? No, I mean, because they well, were actually, like... Got was, one. What? Da-da-da-da. Yeah. And that kind of fits in with the so, Monsters. So the Addams Family. Yeah. Well, Monsters and Addams Family are two different shows. Yeah, but they, they kind of remind me of each other. Well, obviously, because they're black and white yeah. horror kind of comedies. So I think, yeah, 
What about like Beverly Hillbillies? No. No? I don't think that's up there. I think it's top five as well. Um, so my favorite band and my least favorite entertainer of all time, Miss, uh, Fall Out Boy, my favorite band, Hate Missy Elliott, they collabed and did a Ghostbusters theme song for the new movie. Personally, I think it's terrible. Okay. Um, I thought we were... I love Fall Out Boy. You do? And we've um, seen them together. You've seen them a lot. I've seen... I, yeah, I got them tattooed on my arm. Um, love them. I think if the movie wasn't... If they didn't drop Ghostbusters in it, I think it'd be a good song. Because, like, the hook's catchy. Patrick Stump yeah. sounds great. Uh, Missy Elliott sounds fucking awful. She's terrible. Yeah, I like Missy. I, yeah, I don't like her. And I think... And that's my opinion. But I think she ruined the song. But I... Don't think that should be. I don't think that should have been a theme song for Ghostbusters. I think the original was Ray Parker, right? Ray Parker Jr. Yeah, I think that who does the song. I think that he should be. He should still get royalties too. Obviously, it's on the soundtrack. But I think that that should have been the main theme song. If it's not one a reboot or two, if it's truly a sequel. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like. It's not good. No, I mean. And partially it's just me being jaded because I didn't think the movie should be made in the first place. It's not you being jaded. That's not a good song. But it just... I You you told me... I knew it was coming because I knew they were doing it. And yeah. you texted me. Like, oh, guess what? You got to hear it. And I heard it. And I'm like... <sighs> and my words to you were, it would be a good Fall Out Boy song. It would not... It's not a good movie song. Yeah. Just kind of how we were saying with... Fantastic Four. It would be a good science fiction movie. Just but not really super. Good. Same thing with... Well, it's not the worst collabo for a... Uh, no. The Wiz Khalifa, Juicy J, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, theme song was, was the worst collabo because they, they're they stoner. They're stoner rappers. Yeah. So you have to be stoned to enjoy their music. And I'm not stoned going to watch Ninja Turtles. So that's my, my main gripe. Um... Did you notice that Sigourney Weaver is in the new movie? Is she? Yep. Spoiler! She's in it. Um, I can't remember if I saw that she was playing Dana, but I know Sigourney. I doubt it. I know, it's, got a, like, it's got a good cast. Um, Michael McDonald's in it from Mad TV. Yeah, he's like mayor or something. Yeah. No, he's, the, he's like a... I think, I think Andy Garcia is the mayor. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael McDonald's the guy. He looks like a, like a liaison. Um... But like Michael McDonald's in it, there's every, all the names are just blanking out of my head right now. But there's a lot of comedy minds in it. Matt Walsh is in it, so there's a lot of comedy minds in it. I think it's going to be really good. Um, I don't think it's if this was the first incarnation of a Ghostbusters, I think there wouldn't be a problem with it. No. If the but it's replacing, not replacing, but somehow is replacing. It's replacing a part of people's childhoods and a classic. And trying to make it more, this is what's going to happen now. I don't know if it's going to get a sequel. Mainly because of the backlash. It'll th- probably be successful. I think it'll get a sequel. Do you think the, se- the sequel's going to be better than the first? Probably well, not. Eh, fuck it, we'll talk about it when, that, when it <laughs> happens. Um, but, you know, that's, that's my thoughts of it. So you believe in ghosts. You would join a ghost-busting team. You want to go to the catacombs like myself and Alcatraz like myself. Which is really cool and I'm glad that we could do that trip together. We like Ryan Reynolds for it. You want to see a Mike and Dave and the Night Before mashup as <laughs> Ghostbusters? 
I didn't think of it as I was putting It's essentially it. that's what it is now. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay. I, I understand. Seth Rogen, though. I like Seth Rogen. I like Seth Rogen, too. And he is putting out one of my favorite summer TV shows right now, Preacher. Um, and I, I can't be mad at you. And I, I don't know why I even said Seth Rogen, though, because he was on my list. He was on my list. It was either Radcliffe or Seth Rogen as Lewis. And I just thought Radcliffe would have been a little bit better. But Seth Rogen meets the age limits of those guys. Because Seth Rogen's like 33. Yeah. Which is crazy. He's younger than you. He's my age. Yeah, that's true. Don't, don't say I'm old. Yeah, you're 110. But you're reincarnated. Um, I also had JGL on there too. If I didn't pick Hiddles, it would have been JGL as Egon. And that's who you picked. Yeah. Um, and you know what kind of stuck? Why I picked that one? Because I saw a picture of him in glasses on poster Snowden. And I was like, oh, Egon. Yeah, I was going back and forth. I was like, yeah. Who who didn't make the list? Did you have people that you were like, oh, I don't really want to put it on there? Like, who did you consider? Like, did you consider like Brad say, Pitt? Like, Kevin Hart. Ugh. I was going to consider Kevin Hart. Hollywood's way too he got He's in the Jumanji reboot. Don't put him in the Ghostbusters reboot. And, and then to me, he's just our version of Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Who was... Originally cast yep. as Winston Zedmore. Um, but I'm, I didn't think Michael B. Jordan, and I, there's a reason why. Cause I, you don't like Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. Or uh, John Boyega. That's, yeah. what who would, that's who would get it. No, you know who would get it? It would be, if Hollywood had its, had its right, it would be The Rock as Venkman, yeah. <laughs> Channing Tatum... As, um, Stance. Yeah. Um, fuck, I, I had, Kevin Hart would be, would be Zettermore. And I just, I just had it, I can't, can't remember what, it, who, who it I was. I see him casting. Oh, Miles Teller would be, uh, <laughs> would be, Egon. That, that's what Hollywood would give us. The Rock, Tatum, Teller, Hart. And it would have been a fucking blockbuster. <laughs> and I wouldn't have seen it. And I, like, I love The Rock. Yeah. And I like Kevin Hart, but I think I'm a little tired of him. He's getting the Jennifer Lawrence treatment with me. He's in every fucking thing. He is. And he's in, he's in the Jumanji reboot. And I'm a little upset about that that's even being rebooted, but that's neither here nor there. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that later. I, we're not going to talk about it, because it'll just be a fucking hour of me yelling at the podcast, and you don't <laughs> want that. Um, but I think that's what we would get in Hollywood, if Hollywood had their way. So I'm kind of glad that it's... No, it's, a, like, it's because the Rock's doing everything. I'm kind of glad it's a woman. It's a woman team I mean, because I don't want to see that movie. The cast, I'm not... Like, if it's got to be a woman team in the comedy... They did a good job. I'm not mad at it. Like I said, I don't know anything about Leslie Jones and... All Kate I know Jones. is that she's kind of unfortunate for me to look at. She's a big woman. And like, she... Just, like, not fat at all. She's just... Uh, she's like a Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. Tall, tall woman. Yeah. Um, but... Her parts that they've shown, hilarious as shit. Yeah. And she's funny as fuck on that Nationwide commercial, I think. I think it's Nationwide or all Oh, yeah, one of those. Where she's like, you want my number? And he's like, no. She, <laughs> she would no. scare... Like, if I walked her in her alley and see... She would scare me. <laughs> she's, have you ever watched her on SNL? You an SNL fan? Uh, I used to watch it a lot. She's funny. I haven't really watched it in years. She's funny. And Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy have that... They, they work well together. Yeah. They, I, I love Kristen Wake. Yeah. Um, and again, this uh, Kate McKinnon character, 
Again, she's from Saturday Night Live, I believe. Yeah. Um, but her character is probably the most intriguing to me. Because she's like an Egon, and again, he was my favorite. So all that's very weird. Now. Yeah, and, and she would be perfect for uh, the female version of the Active Geek podcast if she was like a that character, not yeah. Kate McKinnon, but you know this uh, Jillian Holt Heltzman or Holtzman. I think that and fucking Kevin, dude. He's my he's gonna be my all star favorite in that movie because I've never seen Chris and, Hemsworth in that role. And I love like I've only seen him one comedy, and he was hilarious when he was in Vacation. Yeah, and I want. I, I want to see more comedy from him. Well, we're going to see it in Thor Ragnarok. They're using the, his comedy aspects, like his yeah. his whole hilarity, to be part of Thor Ragnarok. All right, so that's our episode of the Ghostbusters and kind of paranormal podcast episode, right? So follow us on Twitter at Active Geek underscore Score, uh, Active Geek on Facebook. Active underscore geek underscore productions on Instagram. Um, like us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on the Geek Culture Cast Network on Spreaker.com. And uh, just continue to like what we do and spread the word so we can do more fun stuff and get some celebrity guests on and you know get some press credentials and uh, have some fun. All right, guys. See you.